Welcome to Puns and Potions. It's your favorite actual play D&D podcast powered by Patreon and people like you. Now, uh, Davin has just left with the uh, uh, the gem and he's just, you know, parlayed some information back and forth, seeing what kind of what's going on with you guys, what's going on with him. But now it is your time to decide how you would like to set off. And that's, that's where we're going to go. What are you what are you doing? How are you setting off? Before we leave, as we're kind of like rousing ourselves um i would like to ritual cast identify on the magic walkie-talkie stone (laughs) okay from the assassins i'm gonna say uh you begin casting uh ritually identify and in doing so uh, i think it takes like 10 minutes longer Mm -hmm. than the the casting spell right you end up kind of going through the motions of, of performing the spell ritually. And it's a little bit easier to do because it's more long and drawn out. It, it ends up taking a couple more minutes than you would expect. But ultimately, the spell goes off and you realize that the stone is not magical. Is the glyph still there? Or the rune? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's carved in. Hmm. I say that in character. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Find any there, be. There she goes again. <laughs> In by herself. Oh boy. Well, it is indeed a useless rock now, I think. Avalon, you're right. See? And I grab it and I throw it. <laughs> <laughs> but it's got a cool glyph on it. Oh no. <laughs> um, roll an arcana check with advantage. Natural twenty. Damn. Hey. Okay. For twenty-six. It seems as though let me make sure I'm actually getting the right item pulled up so i'm not speaking completely out of my dm's arse yeah so you you can tell from the nature of it how you've seen it probably be used uh, and considering the fact that it is no longer magical uh further confirms your original theory that this stone was probably meant for a means of communication and you would know that if the connection is severed uh by a specific means then the whatever is left becomes inert. Hmm. Well, at least whoever was on the other end maybe is not going to eavesdrop on us. I don't know. Maybe we should just bury it in the ground somewhere <laughs> just in case. We can put it in the lead room. Yeah, I was just thinking that. No one will ever hear from that ever again. I'm going to go down the stairs or whatever and bounced off to... Evolved threw it out the window, didn't he? I didn't say I, I threw it out the window. I he took it and threw it and it just like hit a wall. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I will go get it and I'm going to put it in the letter room. Okay. So just you put, it pop there. it up on one of the little shelves in there amongst the yep. broken pots and things. I will refer back to my previous question. Uh, how are you? <laughs> how are you going about gonna walk yeah i guess we're, he- we're headed back to town right yeah yeah i was gonna say who's going where because I, I think there was a brief moment i don't know if it made it a recording where there was like maybe talk of splitting up but i, I don't know if i heard that correctly or are you guys all just traveling together i think I the mean, only talk of split was potentially at the city at yeah at the mm-hmm. city okay yeah yeah gotcha gotcha mm-hmm. okay yes yeah, so i mean you know the the path uh that led to argenbostel kind of went up into this fork uh, that was ultimately uh, heading out of Valaki, uh directions westward, um, and then eventually comes to another split where south would take you to the winery and north takes you across a little river um, to Kresk. Now the question is, at what point are you guys splitting up? At what point are you guys potentially disguising? Like who's going into the city? I will say in this instance, you pr- you'll probably arrive there late in the day Uh I'm trying to calculate distance. It's all very hazy um, because of going all different kinds of directions. I don't recall if you would have had to sleep, like make camp there. It's not super important, but you would you would be arriving later in the evening, essentially. How far is Davian's man man's winery from? It's like a day from Argon Vostel to the winery is a little bit. Oh, I'm sorry. From Kresk to the winery. Oh, from Kresk. Yeah, it's about a day. Yeah, because we, we is a little bit longer. Maybe we go surprise Davian with a visit. Is he in between? He no, between? you would be okay. you would be going up north and then coming back down, like swinging back around south. In that, the top 
portion of that curve is where you would split off and continue north to hit Kresk. He's not on the way. He's past and mm-hmm. continued onward. It, w- it would definitely be out of your way, considering you just spoke to him yesterday. Well, we could just wait covertly just outside camp. of town. Yeah, yeah, we can just camp. I mean, it's all like wooded area. We could just camp outside of, yeah. like a good distance outside of Kresk. Yeah. Okay. If it's late in the day, like be you and me when we go into town, are we just going to get our shit and go like right away? Or did you want to stay at my mom's place for the night? Just to not arouse suspicion to be like, oh, we're going to get in and get out real quick. You're going to leave me in the forest by myself? Me and Selena? I also, mean, we, I was thinking Also, about if that. we wanted to get a horse and carriage, and I don't know how long yes. it would take to prep. Yeah, that's true. I, I do think like we'll need longer. Because we, we could stay. We could stay with your mother. I am nervous leaving Selena without all of us. Oh, That's right, my right. one concern. Mm-hmm. Well, worst case, you could leave and I could get the carriage and pick you all up. True. Uber style. I mean, what? <laughs> oh, you mean you go and she stays? Well, she can come into town with me to help me buy things, but she can like leave and rendezvous with y'all while I get the carriage. Well, we'll, we'll see once we get there how long it will take to get the things that we need to get. And if it's instant, then we, I guess, can just head out. But yeah, are you, do you yeah. have like a willingness to like go stay with your mom for another night or something? Or, or are you just, just in case this takes off? I, I don't imagine buying a horse that like, would take, you know, multiple hours, right? Yeah, probably not. I mean, you uh, could at least go say what's up, but I, I think that you yeah, guys will yeah, probably yeah. be back tonight. And the more, and the more I'm thinking about it, it probably wouldn't would be weird if a stranger just like was spending the night with like Dahlia and like, I don't think anyone's yeah, keeping tabs like on like people. That's true. You know? Yeah. Uh, maybe they are. I don't know. Sorry, we don't know though. how the city's going mm-hmm. right now. Yeah. It's yeah. I don't know. They could have spies. Um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Just, well, the good thing about spies is they're it's... not going to stop you in the street. I'm more worried about like, Maybe like a heavy guard presence or something, which we wouldn't have any reason to avoid them. But I just know that yeah, the burger mama probably isn't happy for this. God, I can't believe you you set me up perfect burger for that. Mama. And I yeah. love burger mama. <laughs> uh, yikes. Another out of the park um, nickname, Adam. Good job. <laughs> Before we split, what are the things we need? And also, like, if y'all wanted anything, yes, no, we, we, this we is, can yeah, get we it. Will. We're going to say we are on our, we're talking about this on the walk there. Yeah, yes. <laughs> right. yeah I assume. I assume. Mm-hmm. So, like, winter clothing. Um, okay. Um, any magic that would resist the effects yep. of blizzards. Perfect. Mm-hmm. You you mean specifically like resist the temptation to consume the Dairy Queen Blizzard, correct? Yeah, yeah I, I don't correct. think there's magic powerful enough for that though. I mean, you'd have to flip I, it upside a, down. That's a fair and... point. Dairy Queen, hit us up. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> this week's sponsor now. If only, dude. I wish we need a a, a storage device that Man Man was referencing. Uh, it's, he seemed to have an mm. item in mind. I couldn't begin to hazard a guess about what exactly he was talking about. But you know, you know you how how her shop is like in this interdimensional space. We can also get like little sacks that are like that too. So I think just... I think she said it was a pocket. Yes, but it's a pocket pocket. Wait, okay, this is Adam. If you take a bag of holding and you put it into her pocket dimension... Actually, that... that's a good question, <laughs> that's, that's a kill box. Does she have a... Does... <laughs> okay, I actually have had this conversation. I've had this conversation. Put it in a lead box first. Yeah, but, yeah. Then... but don't look at it. I um... promise it's in there, but do not open that box. <laughs> that's a trap, dude. If you put open a, put a bag of holding inside a lead-lined chest... In like some pocket dimension, they open the chest, insta kill box. Oh my gosh! You could use that at home, so, folks. So let kill your party. Let let me be specific. In out of world, none of your characters obviously knows, but George for justification, it's the internet commenters out there. Like, we're all very nefarious, like all our friends. But one of you, before you're like, that is not how a bag of holding over the <laughs> the mechanics of her shop dictate 
that the door is magical, which connects to an actual shop that exists somewhere that is on a plane of existence. It is not technically its own dimension. Mm. Okay. Okay. But that door has to be placed on the side of a building, at which point that building does not necessarily need to align with the actual place of sale that okay. she resides in so don't and walk doors the door. can exist in multiple places so she's so, howl okay. so it's like a port yeah she's howl yes yeah. it's more like that They're like portals not like yeah. she's actually in it correct okay now her branding will not necessarily dictate that <laughs> because she has a way she's got to make business somehow she has to make things seem loftier than they are sometimes so she may not explain it that way but in the case of this particular moment, I'll justify it that way. <laughs> well, um, well navigated, Eric. That was that was yes. Say my first rodeo. <laughs> um, what is our potion of healing status? Zero. Zero, I believe. Yeah, I don't think I have any. Well, okay, I'm speaking yeah. for myself. I don't. Yeah, we need to get some more then. We can grab some. Potion. I have an oil of sharpness. I-, I will also afford you the um. Possibility if, you know, uh, Beatrice and Avalon go off to the shop and it suddenly dawns on one of you that, you know, something is needed, that's fine. I'm not going to hold you to Okay. Well, actually, you didn't tell them before they made the hour trek into Kreska. That kind of gives me an idea. Maybe we want our own device for communication between inter-party stuffs. Maybe in convenient earring form, just off the top of my head, you know, I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> hmm right just totally made that up myself now. yeah yeah okay. it's crazy okay yeah. okay so adding that to the shopping list potentially yep yeah and just you know anything cool things that you see mm-hmm. yeah we got money i'm probably gonna just buy some random cool shit and then the horse and carriage if we wanted you know we wanted that still yeah i think so do we need would maybe- that would that speed up our time? Horses would. I don't know if a carriage would. To a cart probably wouldn't, but like if we got horses for ourselves, maybe that would. Um, it'd be weird if we went into town just the two of us and bought four horses. People buy horses all the or time. Or we could do two on two, two and two. Two of us are small. I don't um, think the horse you, seller's gonna be like no. You don't exact. I mean, you don't really know the trek you're about to make. So while it could save you a a, a fair amount of time. Getting to a certain point, you may not be able to take them the whole way. I will say, yeah, a cart, if you're ferrying things, is really not going to... It's going to come out essentially equal. Horses will get you faster travel, of course. But um, I I will also remind you that uh, in your last visit to Kresk, part of the whole predicament was that the livestock had been pretty much decimated. So getting horses in Kresk may not be an available option. Okay. Also, yes. the I think the idea of the cart slash carriage was for storage of our all of our heavy things, uh, and right. if we had a bag of holding or something else, then that nullifies our need for the carriage, anyways. Okay. So at most, we would want four horses. Should we think that that's? I was going to say maybe there's some other like exotic animal that's more like. Four mountains, but then I was like, we just had a discussion Go. about how all the animals are dead, and so <laughs> there's probably not a wide selection yeah. of exotic animals. We could ride mountain goats. Goat. <laughs> I I think that's actually my preferred mount. <laughs> I mean, a, a ram. I want, I want two a horses of and my then own, like two okay? goats. Hey, there you go. <laughs> so, uh, what what's the immediate step that you guys are taking right now? I guess we're um, we're splitting. And it sounds like you have a pretty there. good hold on on yes. what's happening. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So like, yeah, we'll head like five minutes, not not even that, like three minutes into the forest, off the path, nearby Kresk, and I will put a large gash into a tree on the opposite side of the forest, on the other side of the path. So they, when they come back, they can see like, oh, this is a marking on the tree that signifies okay. go the other way into the okay. forest and. That's where we'll be. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. okay. <laughs> so uh, just in case you never know. I don't know. Yeah. So you guys have at this point have, have split up Beatrice and Avalon. What is your plan for going into the into town? I know we were talking about disguising um, and things like that. So yeah. So I'm gonna like disguise myself. I'm gonna put like I have like 
um like a like a like a hat that I put on. I take my hair, I put it in a ponytail and put it down. Um I have some sort of like beard scruff. Like I basically make it appear that I have a thicker beard. Um and then I like completely swap clothing into something definitely like a lot more bardy than like the armor that I'm currently wearing. And my alias is essentially like a theater actor and his name is Roderick Zaheen. Uh, and I like this is just a character that I came up legit like just before the session, so that's what I'm rolling with. Um, What's the last name again? So, with your disguise kit, Zaheen Z A H E E N Roderick. Roderick. I don't know Roderick Zaheen. How you create your names, but that is a great one. The great Zaheen, he likes to call himself. Uh, um, and he's just an aspiring actor traveling around. He comes from the Sword Coast, did a couple shows there, <laughs> wandered into town, oh and God. he's looking for his next muse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where did... this is great. I am sickened. Uh, As Willie pulls out his new character sheet that he's also already <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, boom, already laid out. I will... Seeing um, Avalon go for this look, I'm going to cast. I'm going to cast disguise self okay. uh, on myself, and <laughs> so as you go to cast the spell, and this is a spell you've cast before, so it's not particularly sh- sh- uh, strange or alien to you, um, but it's one of those things where you go to speak the vocal incantation and you match the somatic um, components to it, and. You notice that the like um, fine motor skills that it takes to go through the hand gestures uh, isn't quite all there. Like you don't have the deftness um, to cast the spell. What do I notice it? I mean, you see. I mean, you notice. I mean, B immediately like is. Are you all right? What's wrong? No, I'm 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 not all right. I'm just like going over and over like with my hands. Yeah, and it's one of those things where it's like you. It's it's not dissimilar to like uh, exercising an injury where you mentally know exactly what you need your body to do, but it just isn't responding the way that you are telling it to. It's just it's fighting back. Or like when your hands are really cold, like can't. Yeah, yeah, and the muscles just aren't activating the same way that you are attempting to activate them. Who's gonna lose their magic next? Me. Bear, you don't have magic. B, hold on. And I'm going to like <laughs> kneel down and can I cast detect magic uh, to see if anything's afflicting her? Sure. Um, you cast detect magic and you would notice the um, you know magical items that you guys have on yourself. You wouldn't detect anything out of the ordinary. That's Yeah. Okay. I'll turn it off. There's no like lingering <laughs> magic on her form. Yeah. Talk to us, B. What are you feeling? I, it's like my my fingers aren't aren't working. I've I've done this hundreds of times, thousands of times. I I don't know what's wrong. Can you try anything else? I mean, I was I was able to to cast identify earlier and without an issue. Just try it again and see what happens, or a cantrip maybe. Um, I will pull out my journal and just like tear a little corner of it huh? on a fresh page. And I will try and cast mending on it. Um, yeah, you, you tear the piece and then you um, go through the obviously differing motions than this this spell versus disguise self, but same similar sort of actions, right? You're kind of tracing arcane sigils in the air and speaking the incantation um, to cast the cantrip. But it's one of those things where you are attempting to form and like connect with the page to pull the magic to repair it, but you can't quite get that grasp. Shit. I. Hmm. Uh, Selena, do you have anything that might be helpful? Uh. Bees like breathing hard and like going into a panic uh, attack. I'm gonna. And I'm trying cast, to. I'm trying to calm her uh, down. I'm remove like, curse. Mm, it's okay. Are we there? I thought we split. I, I was saying this is this is probably like as you guys oh, okay. stopped. You know, off yeah, the I road, assume. gearing up, and then they were gonna head into town. I, I imagine. Make sure everything's okay. Yeah, Selena, you go through the motions of remove curse, and you go and you place your hand on Beatrice's shoulder, and um, you can feel the energy of your spell, uh, like permeate into her form, 
but there is a greater sense of barrier to so it's at the curse that's repairing on whatever her is at a higher level than I'm at. Uh, it, it seems like your spell is working properly, but um, it doesn't change anything. Great. Uh, <laughs> cool. Vaughn's going to like pace back and forth thinking. I'm thinking as well. I, I... Can, can you just like, can you not like move your hands? Right? Like it doesn't even have to be like with doing magic. Can you do like touch your... Thumbs to your index fingers, and then your middle fingers, and then your ring fingers, and then your pinkies, and go back. And just keep doing that. I'm going to try and do that. <laughs> okay. Um, it's one of those things where it's like the first couple movements are are slow, and you don't quite get there the whole way. And then as you it kind of warms up, you start to feel the rhythm of it, but it's, it's, not, it's clear that you're not at 100%. Something afflicting you that isn't magic. Not even remove curse could get rid of it. Maybe... You could stop by like a church or something Hold while on. you're in town. I've got it. I think I do at least. Avalon, can you disguise another person? I only got the one disguise kit and I don't have the spell. I'm going to try to <laughs> just try and cast a firebolt in the middle of the forest, <laughs> not towards civilization. <laughs> Put a tree. Same thing. You one-handed attempt to make the arcane sigils and you speak the incantation and you thrust your hand out forward, but you just can't quite get the deftness that is required to make the very particular uh, signs of sending the spell out. And, and it's 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 uh, fairly obvious at this point that like you're speaking the incantation properly and you're going through the motions, but the you just aren't dexterous enough to keep up like with how fast the sigil needs to be written. You're just kind of right. going through the motions. It's, it's it's restricted, and then it just can't catch. Right. I, I maybe identify worked because I was I was taking my time with it, but I just... When did you cast I, Identify? It this was morning. Earlier. It, mm. it took a little extra time, but... It did take extra time. I Can I do a medicine check? Sure. Can I do a... History check. If I would like know anything about stuff like this. Sure. God, this is so out of Bear's element. It's just like there's like nothing I, I know, can do. I know. Uh, nineteen. Bear, could you send word to Davian about this? I can. I maybe we should wait a bit. Twenty six. Selena, in your medicine check and kind of looking over, B, she seems healthy. I mean, it, it's. There are no visible signs of injury. You know, go, she can physically move her hands to the full extent of their natural ability. Um, it's just the preciseness at which she can do them. But nothing seems visually uh, or mechanically off. Um, Beatrice, in your kind of, you know, uh, collecting your thoughts of the situation as best you can, this, the way that it feels is the way that old teachers or writers and professors would that you've worked with speak about how like arthritis comes on or the fantasy equivalent of like getting old to the point where like you know you're you just your body doesn't respond as it once did and you do notice that having gone through these motions several times pushing them uh, to do these things you do notice that there is a distinct pain um, not harsh but vi- present that rides across your knuckles down uh, the striations of your hand and into your wrists. Ugh, I've been there, man. <laughs> do I my do hands look like they have aged? No, no. They look, I mean, you look <laughs> old lady hands. <laughs> well, I'm like, <laughs> give me a bear. <laughs> Did they age you? Is the question. I'm um, like, damn, that's a disguise already. Stick your hands in the fountain of youth. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Yeah, what the fuck? This is a, a uh, wrench in our plans, faux show. Hold on. Does your like cannon thing need you to activate it in some way, or is that just like a thing? Um I think No, I, I would imagine it probably does not. I don't think so, yeah. And we don't I mean we don't even there's no like 
there's no church in Kresk either. Like that was the Inver. Um, yeah, I mean, there's. I mean, <laughs> the abbot's dead. <laughs> yeah, you could sew like animal hands onto your hands or something. Oh no! Oh, Frank, man. Do you think it's something that a church would fix? I mean, if it's curse related, maybe. I mean, with the way that remove curse was cast, it does that imply that it is a curse with the way that I, I just don't know what else it would be. Okay, I would like to do an arcana check to find out what Willie is talking about if that's true. Like the nature of the spell yes. you get. Yeah, sure. Go for it. Yeah, whatever. And this can is. I get general information if I if there's nothing <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah, we'll see how you roll. <laughs> He'll give you what he gives you. <laughs> 18. The feeling of the magic reaching out and like permeating B is it felt something that is similar to like when you cured the the kid of uh lycanthropy um or when you cured um you mean cat girl cat girl her too but it was one of those things where like it reaches in and it kind of grabs the curse and then it cleans it out Mm -hmm. this was like it tried to reach in and the thing that would that curse like feeling was a little bit too powerful. So it's above my spell level. It, it presumably it, it exists uh, a little bit too wide of an affliction for remove curse. It seems. And you don't okay. still have that stone thing on you, do you? That we found on those guys. Oh no, we left that in the lead closet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you did. I was thinking maybe that had some detrimental effect. Well, clearly there's a curse that needs to be removed. Um, we could either refer to a stronger spellcaster potentially, or um, maybe there's an item that can take care of this, like a potion. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, so can potions be helpful, maybe? Can we roll to know if like there are potions that exist or items that can I mean, it's cure curses? I'll say without a roll, it is... Of the things that you know about that exists, it there the possibilities seem limitless. To the availability of such a thing, you're not sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, we need a spellcaster. Yes. We need we need somebody. Who well, we wait a minute. To? One more thing I can check for. And is not that, just a spellcaster. Did you catch? Did you pick up anything in the castle? Not since this morning. This is. I mean, I have a question about remove curse, Eric. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm looking at it right now. And it doesn't say anywhere that it like depends on your spell level of how much you can remove. No, it doesn't, but it specifies like I, I use curse in like a broader way than the spell necessarily talks about it. This is mm-hmm. yes, while remove curse would remove quote all curses afflicting one creature, this isn't necessarily a curse. A curse. It is an affliction of some type, but remove curse is not equipped to heal this type of affliction. Okay, can I? And I will try one more di- thing. Dispellable. I want to try one more thing then. Okay, hit me. I'm gonna cast cure wounds. Okay, uh, you cast cure wounds and you place your hand on Beatrice, and you can feel that radiant uh, energy be consumed into her form, but it doesn't seem like those two things are directly connected. It's not an injury either. Whatever it is, I think it seems to be progressing. You could cast Identify this morning, and now your spell casting ability has diminished. We need it to figure could this be, out. But I also that's that was a spell that I took time with, whereas these other ones are instantaneous, and I'm just not not quick enough anymore. You know, I could think of one I've... person who might have more knowledge on this. Yeah. Mage boy, Morden Kanan. Morden Kanan. Uh, do we have any way to contact him? I forget. No. I don't know the rules on B Junior, but I imagine if I don't know where this person would even be, it doesn't just go find them. And man, man, I don't think would. Maybe he would know who to go to potentially, but he wouldn't be able to do anything. Yeah, we could ask him, but like you said, I don't think he himself would be able to do anything. Yeah. There. I mean, I do. I. I'm not powerful enough, but I do know of other spells that can do all sorts of things. Kate might have what we need, I hope. That's true. We could try. I mean, 
Avala, I asked you earlier if you could disguise other people. Do you know if that is a possibility? I don't. Well, I don't think I can. I have a. I have a. Oh, I have a disguise kit for somebody else, maybe. But I don't. I could also go myself and pick up things and maybe see if some of the maybe that magic shop by chance has something that could help. Do you? But do you need know. like a list before we send you I out think there? I'll be fine. <laughs> I think I'll be fine. And if anything, I'm sure. Maybe some sort of voice, I don't know, maybe in a DM sense could remind me of what we discussed. I don't don't know what you're talking about, but you sound pretty confident, so leave it to me. I told you we'd get to the details later, well... That time is now. This mix of dice and bad jokes is an actual play D&D podcast run by five Twitch streamers gone rogue, prepared to bring you lovable characters, meaningful narrative, and more laughs than you signed up for, but it can't exist on its own. Puns and Potions is made possible by the loving support of our supporters over on Patreon. From perks such as getting ad-free episodes, early access, exclusive merch, and personal shoutouts, you too can reap the benefits of a loving patronage to this very podcast over at patreon.com slash potions. That's puns, A-N-D, potions. For just one singular dollar a month, you can keep this fantasy alive. Now, to our other sponsors. For us at Puns and Potions, community is a big part of what we wish to represent, and one friend and community member I want to throw at you today is Astral Dice. Full disclosure, I personally had a hand in the creation of Astral Dice, and it will continue to be a long-standing partnership. But just like the PMP crew, my Astral sets are the only thing I use to roll, and that's the truth. They're a handful of guys homebrewing dice sets out of their homes, because like us, they're super passionate about role-playing games, and can't accept just some mass-produced dice they bought from a hobby shop. They craft new sets when life allows it, and post them online for you to snatch up, or just admire the designs. So it'd be cool if you went and checked out their website, astraldice.com, or followed them on Instagram, at theastraldice. Thanks for the time. Now back to the puns. So at this point, Avalon is going in his guise to town and everyone else is gonna hang back i think so. so yeah okay all right he's just pacing in circles <laughs> i can't disguise so yeah so um avalon will break away from the group and i'll say for the sake of brevity because you're in disguise i'm gonna have you roll a performance check uh just as you yep. approach the gates and the guards kind of beckon and ask us you know like what what you're doing and what's going on um that is a 15 mm-hmm. and then also because i'm wearing a glimmer weave which is an item you gave me technically i still have that on my person i get to add a d4 to that as well once per day basically uh so that's plus three so that totals what i just say 18 yeah without really much question uh to be honest the the guard who seems to be helming the watch of the entryway is almost a your performance is almost too good to the point where he gets kind of annoyed with you that he just kind of like shepherds you in. yeah <laughs> and uh yeah, yeah probably, i'll, I'll, I'll yeah, say um yeah you, you know pretty much the lay of the land in the town you've spent some time here uh, are you going directly to shop or are you going to your mom's uh i'll go to shop first okay. i think the you know bees affliction takes priority in collecting the things we need so you make your way across town. Uh, it's where you, you know where the shop is at this point. You know, I'll, I'll say uh, it's interesting because you're making your way across town and things seem relatively normal. It's calm. Like I said, it's later in the day. It's you know around evening time. So there's not a whole lot going on. And you make your way to the shop. And like I said, it's, it's, it's a very practically nondescript building. The most interesting interesting thing about it is this, you know, rather showy sign. Um, but you notice it is a little bit different than last time. Uh, whereas before it was this kind of like archway that said Lady Kate's Wonder Emporium. Uh, it now reads in similar fashion, Lord Cade's Wonder Emporium. Hmm. It looks identical other than the fact that where the, you know, Lady has been switched for Lord and the T in Kate has been switched for a D. 
in Cade. Seems like it's under new management. I open the door. Okay. You open the door and you uh, enter into the shop that you are uh, familiar with the sensation of walking into a space that shouldn't be as big as it is, but you get that uh, like octagonal design of all the rows upon rows of magical item shelves and things like that. And I would say, you know, with spending some time kind of looking around for the fun of it, roll uh, a D100. Give me that number and then roll another D100. Okay. That is a 57. Huh? Oh, sorry. You can just roll a, a, You can just roll a D10 the second time. You don't need to do a full hundred. Oh, then in that case, the D10 had a six. And I kind of just walk in like fully in character, just like lounging about, looking at things and being like, oh, I love what you've done with the scenery here. Hello. Hello. <laughs> the great Zaheen. Pleasure to meet you. And I gesture my hand out to handshake whoever's at the counter. Um, as you are. If there's kinda, anybody there. Yeah. So there's really no counter uh, that you see visible, but you're just kind of walking through looking. You're seeing other um, patrons in the distance, whatever. And the first thing that catches your eye on one of the shelves as you're just kind of looking for guidance here is a, um, it looks like a um, lantern. It's like a, like a metal latticework lantern with a little hook on the top. It's not currently lit. I pick it up. I uh, look at it. Uh, when, you, when you pick it up uh, and you look over it, um, you notice that in the motion of you picking it up, um, you hear like a little jingle inside of like a small piece that's rattling and the, the lantern doesn't fully light, but it gets a little lighter and then it dissipates. Can I jiggle it a little bit? Yeah. As you jiggle more? it, that light kind of returns and it, it warms up slightly and then it kind of dims. Hmm. I shake it. <laughs> you, sh- you shake it vigorously and you notice that little piece that's inside or the thing that's functioning and like serving some of noise kind of rattles around really harshly for a second and then rests. And at that point, the, the, light of the lantern has fully gone gone to its like full brightness and when you stop shaking it it stays that that bright oh oh i'm like (laughs) i'm like turned away from it with my hand like shielding it there's probably people looking at me if there's anybody around me i'll be like sorry about that just testing the product uh and i shake it again in the same way to see if i can turn it off no it stays lit and as you're like messing with it uh you notice a figure around one of the shelves items and they are similar in appearance to who you're familiar with as once being lady kate but their hair is much shorter i believe i have described it as blonde Uh, previously it's been Mm -hmm. a long time and they are wearing like uh, some eye makeup and things like that Um, they're wearing uh robes that seem i guess what i would describe as like more traditionally masculine yo uh, and they kind of round the corner and lean on the edge. And he points a finger at the lantern and goes, uh, if you tap the hook four times in rapid succession, it, it'll turn off. Oh, thank you so much. I'm sorry. I'm not familiar with these things. And then I'll do what they say. Uh, tap it four times. You tap it and it, it goes Zoop, and it turns off. He goes, um, are you looking for anything uh, in particular? Or are you just kind of browsing? Whew, nifty gadget that is and i'll and i'll put it back and i'll be like oh uh, actually yes friend um zaheen pleasure to meet you and i'll stick my hand out uh he reaches his hand out and and shakes it uh the sign said lord cade is that what you said yeah cade i presume yes that that is me oh perfect uh yes i am looking for a handful of items uh, i came in town i'm traveling as, as you can probably tell um i'm looking for a couple things uh do you happen to have anything that might perhaps be good at holding a large sum of items see as a presumed actor i tend to carry a lot of props and things and i'm hoping to maybe lighten the load on my journeys uh, i i do in fact have um something that might fit your needs i've actually got three Although they are maybe not traditionally what you would expect, but the nice thing is they could very well be implemented. You know, see, I'm I'm a fan of theater myself. Could very well be implemented into one of your shows. <gasps> so if you just follow me this way, I can kind of pull them up and oh, we can take a look. Perfect, marvelous. That'll work. Yes. So you follow him uh, up and around through a couple bends, and you get to a point where um, you didn't notice before, but there is like kind of a little counter. He'll shuffle uh, below the table and pull up three bags um like kind of shoulder bags uh they're slightly varying in size one of them uh just to give you a little description of each has like an embroidered eye on the front of the flap 
the middle one has three large buttons that are um, affixed to the, the front in like an ellipses. Uh, and then there is a third one, which has a smaller top flap and it has a, like a, a little like couple inch wide little pouch on the front. Uh, and as he pulls them up, uh, he'll put his hand over uh, across all of them and go, I presume you're probably looking for something of a bag of holding. Um, Correct. Yes. yes. Um, like I said, I don't have a bag of holding per se. This is more of an oddities magic shop. That's kind of the whole thing. Um, this. Which he, I love, by the way. It's a great theme. This, and he points to the I one, and he goes, this is a bag of beholding. This is a bag of withholding. And this is a bag of folding. <laughs> all right, my friend, I'm going to need you to elaborate on all three of these as I put a hand on his shoulder. He uh, grabs the bag of beholding, opens the, the flap as if to retrieve an item from inside. And as he does that, you notice a um, from the eye on the top of the flap shoots this small little laser. And it's directed right at Lord Cade who just gestures the hand and the little like golden shimmering like fabric kind of apparates out of the air and it deflects the the laser beam. He goes, now this will function just as you need. And that doesn't happen all the time, but it can happen sometimes. So just be aware. <laughs> um, but it will function as a traditional bag of holding as far as I'm aware, other than that uh, specific factor. Sorry, the, the golden fabric deflected the laser? Yeah, yeah. It looks like... Uh, probably cast like a shield type spell to oh, make right, sure that okay, it didn't okay. take damage from the actual laser. And you said that and you said that happens sometimes? Yes, just that? a percentage chance, not give me a percentage. Give me what are we talking? I mean, this is not a personal item of mine. I don't know the specifics of the mechanics, but I would say it's it's around if not less than about half. Okay. Sounds good. You know me. I just need to keep my complexion in check. Okay. Oh, absolutely. Next. I understand. Just uh, hand over the second one and props it up and opens the bag and puts it over to you and says, um, just something of insignificant value. I'll give it back to you. Just place it inside the bag. Uh, sure. I'll, I'll just take a copper piece or something that I have in my pocket, maybe. And Okay. You drop the copper piece inside the bag. Um, and when you drop the copper piece inside, you get a little voice in your head that goes, thank you, sir. Who's that? <laughs> uh, and then, and then, and then, Lord Cade points inside the bag and goes, "Now retrieve your copper piece." I warily stick my hand into the bag. You stick your hand in, and it reaches the bottom of the bag. And he goes, "Actually, you're going to need to request the copper piece, and be nice about ah, it." Ah, I see a bag with manners. <clears throat> Honorable bag. I request my <laughs> copper piece back. And your hand that's resting inside the bag, you get a voice inside the head that says, "Oh, absolutely, sir! Right away." And uh, the copper piece appears in your hand inside the bag. Thank you very much. And may I say, you have quite the voice for theater. Please. I, I'm just a bag. <laughs> oh, you're not a bag. like hitting on the magical item. <laughs> I'm just flattering the bag. Uh, I think and it's then, great. And Lord, flatter the bag. Lord Cade puts the, sec the bag of withholding down and then uh, does similar fashion with the bag of folding. Um, opens it up and gestures to you to put the copper piece inside. I'll do it. And he points at it and says, now attempt to retrieve the copper piece. I'll put my hand in the main hole. Okay. Uh, you get nothing. And with the same finger, he just traces down to the bottom pouch and just flicks open the little compartment for it. He goes, now try that one down there. Okay. And I'll just like, like with my index finger and my thumb, like just kind of like, Dig into the tiny pouch. Um, you reach in and you pull out a small origami piece of paper that appears to look like the copper piece you put in. And he goes, now, if you unfold that quick enough, it will become the copper piece that you had. <laughs> I immediately start unfolding it. <laughs> you, you unfold it. And once you get a flat sheet of paper, it magically transforms into the copper piece. He goes, now, um, if you don't do it fast enough, it will just become a mundane piece of origami. I'll take the middle one. Absolutely. Uh, that will be 1,500 gold pieces. <gasps> Suddenly dawns on the party that we did not give him money. <laughs> uh, we can, we, can we assume? Yeah, I'll, what I'll is the that. total quantity of moolah we got? 1,500, you said? Yeah, yeah. You've got plenty I mean, more than we, that, I think. 
Yeah, I was like, <sighs> I think we're fine. Escort treasurer. Right now, in my inventory, I'm, I have like 350-ish gold okay. pieces. I'm at about 214. And then we have <laughs> all those gems too, right? Or was that not included in this? I don't know. I don't remember. You, I mean, did you split up your portion from the last... Um... I don't remember if when we got all those jewels, we converted it to currency or not. I don't believe it. If did. we didn't, there's like a bunch of 50 gold piece worth jewels we got, right? Yeah, and, and Cade would take those as bartering trade for their value. 1500 My friend, could we maybe do 1300 Theater is a steep price. And I really need this bag, but I don't have terribly much money. Uh, well, it seems like you are... Um... I'll pay the fifteen a... if you if you need me to. I'm just you know. No, it seems like you have a shopping list. So let me put this aside. I'll put the other ones away, and then we okay, can kind of talk about you. other things, and then maybe we can strike a deal. We can consolidate the entire budget, and then yes. Right. What yes. else are you looking for? Um, some winter clothes, perhaps. I reckon I'd be traveling on the coast, but you know, never know when you need to do a show in the mountainside. Um, and I have a cast of uh, crew, uh, you know, cast members as well. Um, you know, side characters. Um, so I'll be needing clothes for them as well. Um, I don't necessarily sell um, clothing, but if you're looking, right. I mean, is this like presentry thing or are you just mostly trying to stave off the chill? Stave off the chill more so. If you have any magical items, I could do that as well. Um, yeah. Uh, here, I'll grab the bag. Just follow me. And he'll uh, direct you down to one of the shelves. And he's kind of tracing his finger in the air and he has his eyes closed. He's like, oh, yes, over here. And um, you'll get to a shelf. Uh, and he'll kind of dig through it for a second and pull up a small ring uh, that is has like a wooden exterior. The inside of the lining of the ring is furred, like oh, like a white fur. And on the tip, uh, the, the top of the ring carved into the wood and then painted looks like um, some sort of like two snow foxes that are like kind of traced around each other, like they're running in a little circle. Oh, tell me, what does this precious piece of jewelry do? Uh, well, this will, um, within a certain proximity to the ring, as long as a person is wearing it uh, and, and conscious that they're wearing it, will keep a sense of relative warmth, or at least stave off a, a, a frosty uh, bite. Ooh, how much? This I could probably part with for about 300. I'll consider it. He drops it in one of his robe pockets. Figured out a thing for warmth. Worst case, I'll just go to another shop that maybe sells like heavy clothing if we need it. Um, oh yeah. Um, sorry for the ring. You said anybody within proximity. What is that proximity? Um, I would wager to say it's probably no further than forty feet, no less than twenty. All right. Something in that range. Okay. Okay. That's about the size of our stage. So. Okay. Um, what else am I? I'm, y'all remind me. I'm forgetting. Potions uh, of healing. Potions of healing. And then something to, that'll maybe help B is that. And then horses. But I won't get horses here. Also, Anything you should else? See, B would have told you that you should get climbing kits too. Climbing okay. kits? When walkie talkies, um, maybe. Yeah. Ah, okay. Uh, so, so, so. Sounds like this list is getting okay. expensive, though. So maybe, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The the bag alone see. is like fifteen hundred. Um. Okay. Um. We got it. Remind me, Eric. In this town, yeah. This is the crazy magic shop. Is there the, the the there's the regular shops that have like potions and such? I can go into one of those. Uh, Do they have them here? Do I you remember? don't know of a shop like that in Kresk. Uh, you have experienced mm -hmm. shops like that both in Valaki and the village of Barovia. Right. What about clothing? Like heavy clothing? Um, like would I need to get this ring? Or the ring will probably cover you. But I'm I'm just concerned with like if some for some reason we have to get out of that forty like foot proximity, um, then people wouldn't be warm, and maybe clothes would be better. But um, I'll consider that later. Um, okay, first things first, potions. Um, you know, on on our travels we tend to you know scrape a knee. You know, potentially you know something could go awry with the equipment. We we tend to. Huh, accidentally hurt ourselves more than you'd think um any any simple potions of healing will come in handy although i know i know 
okay, you are a person of wacky tastes. So um, whatever you have available, I'll be glad to take a look at. Uh, it's it's interesting you mentioning healing potions. Um, I had some purchased a little while ago from a group, but I did get a shipment of a few. So I have two, if you'd be willing to take them off my hands. And they, I will say the bags, quite wacky. A lot of my shop items wacky, but the place that I get my potions are typically on the up and up. So they will provide okay. as you would see fit. Perfect, perfect. Lead the way. Traces through and then in finding the items asks what else you're looking for. Um. So those were like two regular potions of healing that yeah you got okay, yeah. um, and then I'm, I'll say in like a little bit of a hushed tone like this is a peculiar request I know um, but um, one of our castmates has fallen strangely I I wouldn't go so far as to say ill but they have an affliction we know it's not magical and. It seems to be vaguely curse-like, but we're not certain of that. Um, they aren't quite able to spell cast like they used to. It's almost as if their um, limbs um, aren't functioning as they're supposed to. Um, it's 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 inhibited their spell casting ability as well as their you know ability to you know make hand gestures and perform on stage. Um, and we're not quite sure what's going on. So. That being said, is there anything you might have of a curing nature that could help my friend? Uh, as you're walking and he's picked up the two uh, healing potions, um, turns and goes, well, actually, now that you mention it, it's very interesting. I think I might have a wand of pharmaceuticals. Perfect. Yeah. I'm kidding. That doesn't exist. No, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> oh, you got my hopes up. That was good acting. <laughs> Well, you know, uh, <laughs> in another life, perhaps. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Um, but you don't have anything of the sort? It's an odd request. I don't think I do. I appreciate you for, you know, at least thinking about it, I suppose. Um, anyway, um, do you happen to have anything that would also potentially help with climbing? On the mountains, I'm sure we'll come across... Harsh terrains, um, anything that could help with that, I suppose. Just thinking of stuff off the top of my head. He kind of reaches up a hand into the air and just kind of turns it slowly with his eyes closed. I, How big is your group? Uh, there's four of us, total. I don't think I'd have anything that would suit that large of a group. Uh, I may have something that could potentially help one person if it was like an act you were putting on. Better than nothing. But even that, I think may not be as helpful as you would want. What is it? And quite expensive. They're boots of climbing, but they could be quite risky. Uh, I acquired them long ago from a a trade that was maybe not the best. But I thought them interesting, and then I tried to kind of discern what was going on with them, and it became sort of a rabbit hole of after effects. So may not be mm. completely desirable. Are they cheap so, though? Cheap. So boots of a fiendish nature, you say? <laughs> what what made what made them peculiar to begin with? Well, it was the matter of the fact that I couldn't quite nail down exactly what was going on. What sort of behaviors did it exhibit? Well, I, I in in the instance that really set me off was the fact that when donning the boots, uh, I kind of lost all motor control over the direction of which I was walking. So while I could walk up walls, uh, it was not necessarily the wall that I was going on. Oh my God. I see. Get a good deal, Valen. Do you them. think these boots could be mended? <laughs> X May on the end May. <laughs> Give me another project. From an expert enchanter, perhaps they could weave through the different uh, odd intricacies and root out certain problems. But uh, I would imagine that would take quite the skill level. And to be fair, considering the history, the history that I have with the item, it mm, could present to be a little expensive. I have to make profit at the end of the day. Twenty-five gold, and I'll take it off your hands. Certainly less than I was expecting. Did you have anything else in mind? <laughs> what price would you part with these boots? <laughs> <laughs> I'm really enticed about these boots. Uh it would it would be upwards over 
you know, uh, several, low several thousand gold. Moving on. Uh, but they're the last broken. thing we are in need of. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to bother if he's asking for several thousand gold for this thing. Oh, my. Um, last thing, I believe. On stage, an actor tends to forget a line or two. It's, it's, you know, it's, it's a given. It's a given. You know? And in the moment of the in the, in the moment of the movement of the performance, <laughs> we tend to choke up. Um, is there any way we could have maybe some sort of device or enchantment that would allow someone from backstage to communicate the line to the actor in the moment so that they don't choke up? A trans a transmission device or enchantment or anything that you've got. Does the same kind of motion? Well, um, perhaps not exactly what you're going for, but I do have um, a small uh, bauble. You could probably affix to like a hook or something, put it on their ear so that um, they could hear it. Um, but it is restricted to uh, relay a pre-described message. Um, it is not connected to a another piece it would be you know if an actor is always screwing up the same line you could give them that to remind them but mm, like a recording <laughs> yes like a recording i see i see well i'm afraid in the in the in the in the, you know the acts that we perform we tend to need something a little more dynamic than that more so improvised I'll, is what you're showing I, right I exactly 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 you get it you get it well I think that is everything I require. If there's anything that I'm missing, I would really appreciate it if I remembered right now. I think you got everything, as far as I'm aware. Perfect. Yeah. All right. Yeah, you did great. You actually got all of them. Let's talk cost. Um, How does that total? Cade will kind of walk you back to another counter and pull out the various items that you have acquired, which includes the bag, the um, potions, the ring, I think that's it. Yeah, I don't think there was anything else. I could probably part with it because, quite honestly, you're an interesting fellow and I like helping out the arts. Total looking at, let's say, 1750 Quite a bargain, really. You've got yourself a deal, my friend. And I eagerly shake Shakes, their hand. Takes your coin and you can be on your way. Marvelous. It's been a pleasure, Cade. And hey, listen, if I'm in town again and I'm putting on a show, not here, but elsewhere, if you end up traveling, who knows, um, look for me by name. I'll get you front row seats. I I appreciate it. And, you know, traveling, it, you get it. Um, I'll keep an eye out. All right. Farewell, my friend. And I'll walk out. Okay. Okay. So. Did you have all that money have on you? Let's just say I did. Like we'll we can, say we can take given the... him. I guess I don't have any money, it... but I know that B has some of mine. So where did that seventeen fifty come from? Yeah, you guys splitting that even? Like, what's the? Yeah, like it's definitely a combined pool of all the shit that we have. Uh, let's um, see. Okay, well, so what's that split four ways? <laughs> yeah, because because we could just like take the gems off. So four thirty seven point five. So then, how many gems we had? We had four gems worth 200 each. So 800 off, that's 950. So it's 237 and five silver. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, I can take that off of my total. Do I have that much in the bank of B? Yeah, you, you have a lot. Okay. Selena, do you have silver. that much? <laughs> I'm I'm 20 short. Like, I'll cover her really? 20. Did you, wait, yeah, did you take like, your... One of us just can cover it. Gold huh? for did you take that um three hundred gold from our our loot last time? Yeah, you you should have just got a bunch of gold from the witch. Because we also have a diamond, but I think we should hang on to that. Well, I have. You said two hundred gold from the witch. Um, three, we had three hundred each. Yeah, from that. Okay, then I have enough. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we got three hundred gold each from the witch. Mm-hmm. Oh, I gotta add that. Should I deduct how much from my total right now? 238. Oh, God. Math. Oh, God. So 300, you just added yeah. 238. No, so I... uh, 62. Yeah, just add, six, add 62. Add 62. Mm. 
In the meantime, Avalon's going to look around, like just, you know, walk around town for a little bit like he's in character. Um, are there any other shops that I could go into that I maybe didn't see before? Uh, probably nothing that is going to pre- serve you particularly well. Yeah. Okay. You you guys would know this because of the way it was handled the first time you're here is that because they really don't accept travelers, there isn't a need for any sort of mercantile that isn't self-serving. Exactly. And, and a lot of the time they're not storefronts, they're partnerships and deals with um, the ruler of the town and then things get distributed and it's taxed and the government mm-hmm. system here is is less traditional economics. So. Uh, gonna keep walking around town then and then eventually make my way to my mama's house.